All right. So today we are going to talk about how to keep that house of yours, that church of yours, filled with people. And this is according to the scriptures. This is according to the pattern that God has given us in his scriptures. Now, you might be in a church where they have a lot of trappings and they have a lot of dress and they have a lot of things going on. But a lot of these pastors are frustrated because they keep preaching and they keep preaching and they keep preaching. And nothing seems to happen. So today we're going to talk about two things that's going to take you to a full house and two ways to keep that house filled. You might be in a church like a house church. You might be in a church where it's just uh, kind of filled with little people, with just a little bit of people. And you might be like this or like this. You might be like this. If you are, oh man, praise God. But today, this is what we're going to explore. So let's go. Yeah. All right, and it's Prophet Jay. Yes, sir. Woo! And let's give that devil a couple of black eyes. Just got to make it two, man. You got to get them both. Got to get them both. All right. So like I said, today we're going to talk about two ways to fill your house, to fill your church. And then we're also going to talk about two ways to keep it filled and why it will stay filled in, with this pattern and with this teaching. So here we go. I want to get on my presentation. And in my presentation is Mark chapter 2. This is the pattern that Jesus gave me. And this is the revelation. We're going to read Mark chapter 2, just the first 13 verses, I believe. And let's get some epic reading music here. Oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. So, and again, he entered Capernaum after some days. And it was heard that Jesus was in the house. So immediately they gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And he preached the word to them, and they came to him bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men. And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. And some of the scribes were sitting there, and they were reasoning in their hearts, Hmm. Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive the sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or take up your bed and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has the power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. And immediately he arose and took up the bed and went out in the presence of them all. And so 
that all were amazed and glorified God, saying, We've never seen anything like this before. All right. If that doesn't drop the bass, I don't know what will. <laughs> All right. So let's start with our first point here. How do we get people to come into our house? Well, if we look at Mark chapter 2 in the first part of that, of the presentation, in the again, he entered Capernaum, and after some days, it was heard that Jesus was in the house. So this can be fulfilled on a macro level and a micro level. And so let's see how that works as we talk about this from a different perspective. Remember to like and share and subscribe. Leave a comment. How do you like the new studio? We've got a little different look here. We've got some lights. We've got a cross. We've got it looking real sweet. And I just wanted to do this for you. Uh, I wanted to make a connection with you out there. I'm really really thankful for all my subscribers so let's get into this so the first verse we read was we talked about jesus being in the house and again as i said this can be done on a micro level and a macro level so i don't know if you know this but there was a uh, early revivalist his name was gypsy smith now gypsy smith was a, a person that went around and he just preached the gospel, and people came in droves to see him. And he had a wonderful revival everywhere he went. And one of the reasons that he had such great, he just was amazing, because he was always praying, always in the Word and everything, but there was a secret to his revival. And someone asked him one day, they said, Gypsy, what is the secret to your revival. So what is the secret? What do, you, what do you do to get these people to come to you? And Gypsy Smith said, do you want to do this as you want to do this like me? Do you want to have revival like me? And they said, yes. And he said, okay, here's what you do. Go into your room and take a piece of chalk and draw a big circle on the floor and then stand in that circle and pray that revival comes to the circle. <laughs> I love that story. And that's really exactly what this verse is all about. Jesus is in the house. And so when you get Jesus in this house, because it says, the Bible says our, our bodies are the temple or the house of the Holy Ghost. That means that you get Jesus in here and he's in his fullness in your house. Then people are going to come to you. They're going to come to you. They're going to fill your house. So if you're a pastor out there and you're frustrated and you can't get people to come, you've done everything you can do, you don't know why they're not coming, I don't know what to say, but I would say draw that circle. Draw that circle. Stand in and pray for revival to come to that circle. Now, this is what you must understand, okay? When Jesus was in the house, first, on a micro level, get yourself filled with Jesus. And practice what Jesus practiced. Jesus said, anyone who believes in me, the works that I have done, they will do, and greater works shall they do. 
Okay, so if Jesus said that about anyone who believes in him, if you really truly believe in him, then you need you will start to move and act and be like Jesus. Now you're not Jesus. I didn't say that. You will move and act and be like him because Jesus himself said, it is enough for a servant to be like his master. Okay? So you get Jesus in and you get revival in that circle. Now now that you get it on a micro level, now that you went through the healing, now that you went through deliverance. See, one of the problems that we have, the biggest thing that we go through in life is we don't know how to receive from Jesus. It's very hard. We don't feel like we're worthy. But you see, Jesus' blood makes us worthy. So that's really cool. Because we are worthy according to the Bible, according to the scriptures, according to what Jesus said of us, that he gave us the power to become his child. So therefore, we are worthy. We are worthy to receive. Okay? Now, no, I'm by myself. I'm not worthy. But Jesus made me worthy. He has deemed me worthy. So I have to learn to receive not only my own salvation, which most of us, you know, if you're listening, I'm sure, I hope you are saved. If you're not, you should be. But the point is, but receiving our healing, both inner and outer, and receiving our deliverance, because we have to be delivered from that old baggage that's we sometimes we carry it across the cross, and we don't get all those demons out, and we need that deliverance. But that's the things that Jesus did. Jesus did those things. He preached the gospel, he laid hands on the sick, and he delivered people from demons. And you need to get that in you first on a micro level. On a macro level, if you do that and you bring it to your congregation and you bring it to your house and you start preaching that and pushing that, I guarantee you, your house will be filled. Now, all right, let's talk a little bit about the second point. It says in the other verse, let's look at our presentation one more time here. Let's go to the presentation. It says, immediately many gathered together and there was no longer room to receive them. See, Jesus is in the house and there's no longer room. There won't be any room in your house, not even near the door. And guess what he did? He preached the word. Now here you have point number one down. And number two is the word will be preached as we read in the presentation, as we read in the verse, that Jesus preached the word. Now, if you're ministering as Jesus ministered and you're doing what Jesus did, in other words, you're preaching repentance, you're laying hands on the sick, you have been healed, you have been delivered, you have done all these things, then the word will be preached. And you know what? The word that you're going to preach is going to raise others up because, again, you aren't Jesus, but you are part of the five-fold ministry, and you are here to equip the saints according to Ephesians chapter 4. So that would preclude you doing that and raising up the saints. So you are raising up people that are just like you because you're just like Jesus. Because Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. So you want to become that. You want to do that. And you know what? Your house will always be full because you always be uplifting people. You always be taking them to the next level, to the next place. 
in Christ through the word that you are preaching because you are preaching the word because Jesus is in you and Jesus is the word. Jesus was the word. Jesus is the word. Jesus is the truth. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. And if you have Jesus in you and you're hot and on fire and full of healing and full of deliverance and you're preaching those things, you're going to raise people up that are going to be just like that. Because that's what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to make disciples of all men and we're supposed to equip the saints for what? Works of service. And so that's what you will do. And you will keep your house full. Oh my, my, my. Your house will be filled and it will fill. People will come there and they will. There will be all kinds of people. You won't be able to keep them away. Every tongue, tribe, color. You will have a mixed house. Have everything you ever dreamed of. If you follow this pattern. Alright, if you like what you're hearing so far, don't forget to like, subscribe, and click that little bell so you'll get all the notifications of everything we publish. Alright, point number three. You filled the house. You're keeping it filled. And guess what happens? Guess what happens? You're going to keep it filled this way because what's going to happen is as you continue to preach the word, as you continue to do healing, deliverance, and preach salvation, you are going to have breakthrough. Guess what happens? You know, there's this pastor I knew. He was trying so hard, just like everyone else. And he learned that through the flesh, through guilt, through manipulation, that he could keep his house, he could keep his house full because he would guilt people into coming to church. And that's so old school. That happens all the time. Pastors don't know how to do it in the spirit. They don't learn. I'm not a pastor, but I know what I did in my own life. What draws people, to draws people to come so that I can minister to people whenever I go, wherever I go, wherever I'm at. I have people out there that I minister to all the time and they look forward to seeing me and I look forward to seeing them because they always minister to me and I minister to them. This is a life of ministry that you start. And when you do that with your people, when you have your people like that, when you have the people in your house and your house is full and you keep it full by continually lifting them up, by continually taking them to the next level, and by continually providing breakthrough, just like the men who broke through the roof to get that guy to Jesus so he could be healed, there will be people that will find innovative ways to get to your ministry, to get in contact with your ministry, to do whatever they can can they will think outside the box because these men who wanted to get this guy that was paralyzed to jesus they thought outside the box and your congregation will think outside the box spiritually they will do whatever they have to do to get where they need to be because of jesus and jesus in you precludes Jesus in them, and they will move on from that, and they will get better, stronger, faster. And one more point on that. If they become more anointed than you, if they excel or go beyond you, don't you be jealous. You exalt them, you lift them up, you bless them, you teach them to stay humble, but you teach them to walk in their anointing. 
and walk in the power and the admonition of the Lord, just like Paul, and let them raise up more people. If they raise up more people than you, bless God, that's what it's all about, souls anyways. What else is it about? It's about getting people to come to Jesus so they don't spend eternity in hell. That's exactly it, because those who have not believed have been condemned already, and we know this is true. It also will preclude that you will get them healed, that you will get them delivered. You won't, but through your ministry, they will become that because Jesus is in your house and he is in this house and he is in your house. So you're going to take it to the next level, the next place. And from grace to grace, glory to glory, and faith to faith, you are going to see it through. And the last point of all of this, the wonderful thing that I found out, that and they will speak this proverb of you, the thing in the very last verse. And let me show you that in the presentation here, because I want to show you what he said at the very last part. It says, look at this. He says, take up your bed and walk. And he went home. And immediately he rose, he took up his bed, he went home, and in the presence of them all, he did this. He walked out in the presence of them all. And guess what? They were all amazed. They glorified God. And what did they say? We have never seen anything like this. If you will do these things in your church, then they will surely say this proverb of you. We have never seen anything like this. I'm telling you. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Hey, if you want to be releasing this tonight, I can pray a prayer with you right now. Release. I will. We will just pray and ask the Lord, say, you know what? I've been struggling with my congregation. I've been struggling with things I'm doing. I, I as a pastor, I'm afraid to go there. I'm afraid to preach the Bible. I'm afraid to get into the Word. I, I've been psychologizing. I've been preaching the Western Jesus. I haven't been talking about holiness. I haven't been talking about walking free from sin. I haven't been talking about um, healing. I haven't been talking about deliverance. I haven't been talking about any of these things. I have been, I'm just, I don't know what I've been preaching, but I'm losing people. And you know what? Even if you're filling the if you're filling the house with skinny jeans and fog machines, hey, if that's filling your house, you just got a big social club. I'm sorry. All I'm trying to tell you is the way the word lays it out. If you want people standing room only, and you are preaching Jesus, you're doing it for the right reason. So let's pray. Let's pray. Father in heaven, I ask you to forgive me for not following your scriptures. I ask you to forgive me for not preaching the Word of God. I, today, I, today, intend to go on from this place, to preach the Word, to preach as you preach, to walk as you walk, to do what you did, and I know that you will fill my house. I know if I get my repentance right, if I get my healing, inner healing, and outer healing, if I get my deliverance from the demons that plague me, my pride, because if you're really resisting this right now, you probably got pride going on like you would believe. If you're resisting this right now, you're there's things going on in your life you need. Get delivered. Get delivered. Deliverance is the key to move on in higher heights, deeper depths. So God bless you. I love you. And in the name of Jesus, I release you now into this new revelation. 
and which is not really new revelation it's just a revelation of the word i want jesus in my house i want jesus in my house and i want him to fill it completely and totally and holy in the name of jesus thank you so much for listening again like i said like subscribe and share and leave a comment how you like our new studio and how you like all the things we're doing god bless you and may keep you in the name of jesus